When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. For all the Cardinals fans. For the ones who rep the bird game. Bird, bird, bird game. This is, 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 is kickoff in the valley. Now here's your host, Tyler Vazquez. Tyler Vazquez. Welcome to a bonus edition of the Kickoff in the Valley podcast. I am the co-founder of the Bird Gang Travel Club, Tyler Vasquez. Producer Adam, he's somewhere uh, behind the glass, you know, chopping this up and laughing at me because I decided uh, the same day that we dropped a new episode that that just wasn't enough because the Cardinals coaching search now has gotten even more extensive they, you could say that they've... We're going to cast the net far and wide. Exactly, Michael. You're going to cast a net far and wide. But as producer Adam said of the last fine program, you got you to catch something. And at this point, I'm, I'm telling you, my opinion is, is that the reason this is dragging out, and I mean, they let go of Cliff Kingsbury on January 9th. So by my bad math here, I'm recording this on Saturday, February, what what is today? Saturday, February 4th. So by my math, by looking at the calendar here, that's seven days, that's 14 days, that's 21 days, that's 22, 23, 26 days, 26 days. We're on day 26 without a head coach, which as I said on the last podcast, I'm fine with that. If you want to drag this out, at this point, I mean, there's only two teams left. Just get the right guy. Make sure you get a Bruce Arians caliber hire where at the time, maybe people weren't jumping for joy over Bruce Arians, but it worked out. And and that's what you're hoping for now. Now, you didn't get a ring, but, you know, you had a lot of success under, under Bruce Arians. And at the very least, a couple of playoff runs, I think this fan base would be thrilled. Now, of course, we've been due for a Super Bowl win and in honor of the Super Bowl taking place here in the valley a week from tomorrow it's just you know i don't want to set my sights too high okay uh i've learned to lower my expectations as a cardinal fan i feel bad to say that you know it's 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 oh man it's painful but it's one of those things where if we just had sustained success i'd love a super bowl don't get me wrong i mean i would sell a lot of things for a super bowl right now but and not just, you know, not just a Super Bowl. Not a Super Bowl. Super Bowl ring. 
Thank you, Bruce. Uh, hopefully my audio is coming through better than, you know, two of the last three episodes. It sounded like I was in a bathroom. I don't know what was going on, but kind of upgraded the setup here. And if you may have noticed, this is, uh, and we'll talk about this a little more on our next full episode with Adam, but uh, we did get a new outro song. It was a older Cardinals theme. Um, it's Car- the Cardinals, oh man, I don't want to mess this up. Cardinals Rally Cry or Cardinals Cardinals Bird Cry? Oh, man. It's a Cardinals wor- Bird Cry, Cardinals Rally Cry. I got to look it up now. Cardinals Rally Cry. I think that's it. I want to say that's it. Oh, sorry. Bird Gang Battle Cry. Dang it. I thought I had it. Uh, Jason DeVore, the lead singer of Authority Zero, um, big popular band back when you know, still to this day. But when I was a kid, uh, when I was in junior high, high school, they were, they were hitting in the early two thousands, uh, back when the alternative rock era was really booming. But, um, want to thank him. He made that song. I want to say he made it seven years ago, which would have been right around the 14, 15 playoff runs right around there. Um, and his reasoning at the time was that we just didn't really have anything. And and I agreed. I you know, and I think I've always thought it's cool. It's generic enough to work with I've heard Cardinal songs over the years, and this one is generic enough to stand time um as the team changes, right? When when star players leave, new ones come in. Uh where the, you know, there was one during the 08 playoff run, the 09 Super Bowl that I absolutely love. There's an awesome Cardinal song, but the whole thing was, you know, centered around Coach Wiz. It was centered around Dockett, uh, Bolden, Warner, Fitz. And so obviously that doesn't stand today. So, uh, but anyway, the reason for this podcast and, and this episode of the podcast is um, you got to believe the reason why this is dragging out as much as I want it to be of best interest that you get the right guy, like I was saying earlier, it's also because I have this sneaky suspicion. You've seen that Vance Joseph was labeled as a hot commodity, um, that the Niners would be interested in talking to him. I'm sure other teams would be interested in talking to him. Uh, It feels like the reason this could be dragging out is because I have a sneaky suspicion that Michael Bidwell has now asked or, or basically told incoming potential head coaches that like, hey, I want, I would love to have you, but we want to keep Vance Joseph and, and his staff kind of together. You know, you can make some changes, but at the end of the day, we would like to to keep them here in house. We like what they've done, and to me, um, you you did this with Bruce Arians. We had Ray Horton at the time, and and they kind of were forcing Bruce to keep him as the defensive coordinator, and Bruce said, uh-uh, not gonna happen. And then uh, he brought in Todd Bowles and all was forgiven. Cause I remember at the time as a fan, I was like, Whoa, this Bruce guy coming in and Horton's D has been pretty good. Like, why are we going to mess that up? Uh, I, I remember as a fan at the time, you know, a lot of people kind of wanted to see Horton become the head coach. Um, once you didn't get like Andy Reed, it, it was like, okay, well you got a guy in house that the defense plays really well. Let's, let's not screw that up. Um, so Bruce comes in, brings in his own, his own staff and Todd Bowles. And honestly, the best pair I've ever seen as a coaching staff here in Arizona ever was Bruce Arians with Todd Bowles running the defense. So, you know, shows what we know as fans. So, uh, that is one of those things where right now, as much as Biddle wants to keep Vance, uh, 
uh, as that would be the assumption, who's to say that an offensive coordinator is selected, right, and, and named the head coach? Um, you have Mike Kafka, who was announced to be a uh, getting a second interview later this week. He is the Giants offensive coordinator, also was at the Chiefs prior to that. He's the only offensive coordinator, though, because you've already got second interviews. One already took place with Aaron Glenn, the D.C. from the defensive coordinator with the Detroit Lions. And then now you have uh, Lou, I'm going to butcher Lou's name, from from the Bengals, Lou Anaramu, Anarumu, uh, the defensive coordinator from the Bengals, that is also getting a second interview. So now you have three guys getting second interviews. And I kind of dropped on one of the last couple episodes that I had heard that when Dan Quinn got a second interview, he was actually offered the job. So it just makes me kind of wonder now, like, did they offer the job to Aaron Glenn? Did he turn it down? Uh, and, and I guess that's the follow-up to that, is that Quinn got the second interview and he turned down the job when he was offered. So did did Aaron Glenn turn the job down most recently over the, over the past couple of days? I don't know. That'd be complete speculation. I've not heard that. But possibility and it all could be again if you got a defensive coordinator coming in do they really want Vance Joseph to be their DC or do they have people in mind for that people that worked under them in in whether wherever they were at Detroit uh Cincinnati you know you've got these DCs coming in for second opportunities Dan Quinn at the time I mean, it could have came down to money with Dan Quinn. You never know. Maybe he got offered more money to go back to Dallas and realized he'd have a little more free reign if he waited another year to to see what jobs open up. Who's who? Who knows why he turned it down? But at the end of the day, when you look for when we look forward, we talked about on the last episode Kyler Murray kind of being part of the issue. I I think it's a combo of things. I think it's the Kyler Murray thing being attached to the hip, like we talked about. And now maybe being kind of pushed to be attached to the hip to Vance Joseph. Not that Vance hasn't been a good coach, but that defense, although okay at times last year, they played above what they probably should have. They still were subpar at best. And, you know, now they're lacking, uh, lacking, um, what's the, uh, they're lacking the fine china in the cupboard, right? Like there's not a lot of, there is some good talent. You got Buda Baker, you got Thompson, you've got Zaven Collins, you've got Isaiah Simmons. You have players that are starting to come into their own and and step up, right? And and be those players you hope for. Hopefully they can retain Zach Allen services, maybe retain Byron Murphy. Um, but at the end of the day, there's there's still plenty of positions that need to be upgraded uh, on that defense. So I just don't know if any of these guys are going to want to do it. And it it makes you question, um, you know, these 32 jobs, man, like, is, is it that coaches now understand that I may only get one shot. I, I want the right situation or I'd rather stay in the situation I'm in and then ultimately, you know, make the decision from there down the road, like, like for a better situation at that point. I don't know. I, I find it very interesting because I think when you hired like a Steve Wilkes, he was just at that point happy to get an opportunity. And and I'm sure, you know, he was kind of hampered with um I, I don't think, you know, <laughs> I, I don't think the on the offense side of the ball that he had much say. I think I think the Cardinals kind of piecemealed that together, but 
it's interesting, man. It's very, very interesting how this organization operates. And I, I hope it's another James Jones effect with the Phoenix Suns, with the Arizona Cardinals, where you just hit a diamond in the rough with GM Monty, Austin Fort, and uh, Dave Sears, and uh, whoever you hire a coach. Like, like I'm hoping that just, just all things blend together, kind of like how it did with Kime and Bidwell, or sorry, Kime, Bidwell, and uh, and Bruce Arians the first time around. You know, things changed over time. That They got poached for for people, right? They lost uh, Jason Light over to um, Tampa Bay, who was part of their scouting department, and he had a lot of success over there now in Tampa Bay as the GM. Then they lost Todd Bowles as head coach. They lost some more of their coaching staff, and then Bruce eventually retired. So, like, like the... The perfect blend did not stay together for so long. And you see that across the league. How many guys has Shanahan lost? How many guys has McVay lost? Like, you're seeing it. If, if you have any resemblance of success, you're going to lose those talented people underneath you. And, and that's where, ultimately, do you have the people backing those people up to step in that place? And that was something that I can't remember who reported on it at the beginning of, of the uh, coaching period here after Black Monday. But someone said along the lines, like an interesting approach that some of these head co- these potential head coaches are taking was they were naming who would be like their coordinators and then who would follow those coordinators. Like who would they have on deck in the event that those coordinators got poached uh, the next year or whatever, years or one or two seasons down the road? Like who's going to be the QB coach that ends up moving into the offensive coordinator role or the who's going to be the the cornerbacks coach that's going to be eventually the eventual DC like that's kind of been allegedly some of the strategy of some of these coaches that have gone into interviews and you know it is it is a concern because we see we saw that story with Bruce Arians right like we saw how well that team was and then what happened when you know Bruce uh Todd Bowles left and then Bruce was left with um Betcher and, and Betcher was good, but was he Todd Bowles good? No, I think you saw a decline and now some talents I'm sure left at that time. I haven't gone back and look at it, but at the end of the day, like that's what happens. And so can your team sustain it, uh, the changeover? And is your head coach strong enough to be the one that ultimately matters the most? And it isn't the quote unquote team that's built around them of coaches. Like, that, of course, those are going to be important parts, but. I just, I, I don't know. Is it any of these guys? Is it any of these guys? That's the big question. Like I said, this could be a quick episode, a uh, quick bonus episode of the Kickoff of the Valley podcast. Make sure you download and subscribe to this podcast. And if you can, depending where you're getting this podcast from, from leave a five-star review. And if you can leave even, if it gives a spot like on Apple Podcasts to like comment, you know, throw in there. Say, hey, Tyler's a good guy. I'd really like that. It's a nice little bonus. Helps the algorithm. Would really appreciate that. Uh, you can find a cheap place to do this for every podcast platform by going to cardinalspodcast.com. It takes you right to a nice long list of services to get this podcast. And uh, whatever you do, make sure you follow me at Bird Gang Travel uh, on Instagram and Twitter. we got a bunch of events coming up this week for uh, the big game as that's approaching here in the Valley. Um, Waste Management Open this week. It's going to be a real blast. I hope to see some of you out and about. I'll be at the Waste Management Open Wednesday, Thursday. I'm going to try to make that comedy show that we've been promoting on Wednesday night. 
And then we have some events on Sunday. I know there's a big Tim McGraw concert Saturday over at Westgate. I mean, I'm trying to hit a bunch of stuff. We will, of course, drop another episode of this fine program sometime throughout the week. Me and producer Adam will get our stuff together and kind of link up, I would imagine. Now, I, I did hear a report from Bo Brock from PHNX Sports that – I'll throw this in as I was actually going to wrap this episode. But I did see a report that he had mentioned that he had heard um, Monty Ossenfort – and I may have heard this wrong, but I thought he said he had heard at the Senior Bowl – uh, Austin for talking to Pat McAfee for the Pat McAfee show and saying that like you, you would be surprised if you didn't hear some news within 24, 48 hours, we have surpassed that time. And then he said, if you don't hear some news out of us, that you, that would mean we are probably waiting to interview people from the, uh, coaches from, from the Super Bowl teams. So from the Eagles and the Niners. So, you know, the announcement of these second interviews, Okay. That's some progress, but maybe that's what they're doing as well. I mean, this thing could drag out a little bit longer, but regardless, like I said, Adam and I will try to get together this week at some point, drop at least one episode, maybe two, and hopefully the whole point of that was maybe we'll have a head coach, but just get it right, right? Whatever you guys do at home, make sure you kick off in the valley. We are the bird gang, watch us soar.